Welcome back to the Weekly Pass. We've got Cowboys Camp, Urban Meyer, Hall of Fame and Shrinies, and a guest, Aubrey Huff. All that and more coming up next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I take this Whoa. song. Yes! Whoa. Oh my gosh. This is what I listen to. Marissa does, too. We listen to too. country music. You do? Yes! Oh, yeah. See, all I listen to, basically, is Bonnie country Joe music. Bonnie, for the win. So, you know, I thought since I just got back from Cowboys camp yesterday, why not? You know, should have been a cowboy. David, do you know the song? I don't. I don't, believe it or not, listen to country really? music all that much. I'm yeah, sorry to all. I was, ra- I was raised on old country music, so um, this isn't even that old. I was raised on Merle Haggard and Johnny Cash. I was going to say, wow. isn't this Hank 90s? Hank yeah. Sr. Yeah, this is 90s. I don't yeah. know. I was surprised when I heard this come yeah. on instead of. Oh my goodness, this song is perfect. <laughs> so, welcome back to the Weekly Pass. I'm Bonnie Jill Laughlin, and I'm joined by my wonderful co host, David Bloom and Becky Sotero. Thanks for joining me again. Thank you. Well, it's good for to be having back. Us. Yeah, sorry we were a little late. I had some traffic. Yeah. Oh, lovely LA traffic if you're not from Los Angeles. Ooh, it's, it's wonderful. Come it's drive worse on our, in the summer. Yeah, it's come pretty drive bad. drive in our freeways. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or don't stay at home because we don't want you. Right. Yeah, that means more traffic <laughs> on 405, 101. Don't, just don't drive. Yeah, but you don't, don't have to drive. You have a oh, driver. I do have to drive. Listen to this guy yeah. right Okay, I have a driver, oh. but I drive. I actually do drive. I have a driver. <laughs> of course you do. My mom. My mom drives me around. I'm still a child. Mom, does he just calls you his driver. So good. Yeah, love you, mom. Well, thank you for joining us again. We have so much to go over. I actually um, was at the Dallas Cowboys um, training camp. Um, we have some photos, and it was great to be out there and see all my peeps. Um, you know, I've been close with the Jones family and the Cowboys since I cheered oh, back in 1996. And Jerry Jones has been, you know, like a mentor to me and uh, just been so great, mm-hmm. you know, for uh, – got 22 years now sure you know? wow. um, it's been amazing to you know to see you know it goes so quick but it's just amazing you to don't see from age cheering 22 to, years what yeah the? that's when I was a cheerleader <laughs> so yeah and uh, it was great and then tonight is actually Jerry has his party that he does at Nobu um, oh great um, tonight so I'll be going there oh. later tonight Good. so yeah it's nice if people who don't know the Dallas Cowboys do their training camp here in Oxnard California which is about an hour or so mm-hmm. outside of Los Angeles and um, it was nice and then uh, Jason Garrett who is the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He was actually the backup to Troy Aikman when I was a cheerleader for the Cowboys. So good. And so neat. So again, I've known him forever, too. And I call him Red. No one really calls him Red because that was his nickname back when he played. So, sure. But uh, it was great. We talked a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys. You know, um, one of my friends who was with me asked, what's going to happen with Des Bryant? Is he going to get yes. a job? He's, you yes. know, and Jason was like, yeah, he's just too good. There's no animosity here. We love him. Um, Jason loves him. The Jones yeah. family loves him. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, what happened. And yeah. that he still doesn't have a job quite But he's set off to, to Cleveland, possibly? Is that or the, the Saints, or, okay. you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, you know, we're in the second week of NFL training camp, yeah. which, to be honest with y'all, I never thought that he would still be at home. I'm, sure, sure. I'm genuinely surprised that he hasn't found a team yet. I mean, I know he's expensive, and I know that's the reason mm-hmm. the Cowboys yeah. cut him, and they just thought he wasn't producing for what they were paying him. And right. I think teams look at that, and, like, they just look at who he is, and, yeah, he's a lot of intensity, but he plays with his heart, mm-hmm. and I guess a lot of teams don't want to take that and on. And that's what it is. I think he's sometimes misunderstood, and I know I've said that before with you know other athletes, but he really is sometimes that passion and drive and wanting to win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. Des 
desperately sometimes yeah. will can be funneled kind of different way. Sure. The energy kind of comes off differently. And then um, I, I love Des. He's been great with my charity. He comes out and visits the Wounded Warriors that I bring out to the games and to camp. And he's always mm. been just a phenomenal That's person. Um, so it's it was weird, you know, not seeing not just Des Bryant, but not seeing Jason Witten right. out there. Exactly. Right. I mean, that was odd. And then Orlando Skandrick's not there and David Irving. He's got some substance abuse problems. Um, so there's a lot of... Um, I don't know. There was a lot happening with Dak, which we wanted to ask you about. The fans wanted to ask you about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know. There was, um, just like the LeBron situation, there is actually a mural um, in Dallas, and it was defaced, um, Dak's face, because of what he has said about Mm. the national anthem and that he wants to let people know that he's going to stand. He'll continue to stand, you know, with his hand over his heart and that he um, believes in what Jerry Jones has to say. And mm-hmm. my thing is, that's his opinion. That's what he wants to do. I stand with that as well because I'm all about staying for a national anthem because to me it means more than just what's what other people are conveying it as. To me, it's the people that I know that have died in the yes, war. So yes, I get very upset yes. when it's, you know, I think there's a different platform to use. And that's I'm all, I'll keep sure, it right there. Sure. Um, so it's... You know, it's something that's kind of sad. Like everyone should be able to have their opinion and still be respected. Yes. And so, yeah. well, you know, whether what stand, you know, what other yep. doesn't matter where you stand on this. But he, you know, chose to say this, and now yeah. you know people well, are coming out. Well, it's a perfect example that no, they want to hear your opinion if you're on that side, if you're on their side. Right. But he gave his opinion. My thing is you that know? you know yeah. you respect people's opinions, whether yes, you like it or ma'am. not. But everyone's opinion could be right or could be wrong. Absolutely. There's not really a right or wrong. Everyone can be right in their. That's and, the whole and point what, of opinion. Yeah. Right. But you don't need to be you know belittle them or not respect them because my thing is you have your opinion as long as you're educated in your opinion. But if you just Amen. say eh, this is why, yeah. give me a reason why, yeah. and then I'll and respect you. And he gave you. a reason, and they just yeah. could not let it go. Let the man play, you know, and just let it go. Yeah. You know? And he's very, very. I mean, people don't get it. a lot of people who are very patriotic and really have a love and passion for our troops like myself we take it offensively mm-hmm. and that w- that's our opinion mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and then there's people who have their opinion that they think that the civil rights and that's how they want to mm-hmm. do it. I just think there's a different platform because people are confused on why they're kneeling so yeah. that obviously isn't a good platform is what I'm saying so let's use a different one is preach. what I'm saying preach it Sister. Anyways, no, oh. it's so good. People are loving. No, it's, that's it's just my be and again, it's that's just my opinion. You yeah, can hate me. You can hate me for that, but I've lost a lot so of good, my Bonnie friends Hill. in um, the war, and that's why. To me, even when they play the national anthem, I get emotional about it. Yes. So when I see people disrespect our flag and disrespect our men and women who fight for our freedom, we have every day. Yeah. I get a little bit. No, I mean you nailed you, you nailed it. So um, do we have Aubrey on the phone already? Aubrey. Yo. Ah, wow, hot daddy! What are you just going on? I was going on on my little ty- I was going on about my little tyrant about uh, players kneeling for the national anthem. So sorry, that was me kind of going off. <laughs> Don't apologize. Um, how are you doing? Oh, no worries. Yeah, we're so we're. I'm doing good. We're live right now, huh? Yes, we, we are. are. So we Welcome. got my good friend, two-time <laughs> world champion for the San Francisco Giants, Aubrey Huff, a.k.a. Huff Daddy, and good friend of mine. And I'm so glad to have you on the show, Aubrey. Well, thank you. By the way, I'm 42 now. Huff Daddy's dead. Oh, is it dead? Okay. I wasn't sure people could just still say that or not. I know, right? That, that, was, a, that was a midlife crisis name, I think. So, so now it's good that we can just call you Aubrey? <laughs> now, yeah, now you can just call me H. Diddy. Oh, oh all right. It's a new crisis. Wow, it's the evolution a of the nickname. crisis. 
Oh my god, that's oh, so funny. Okay. No, but we're, well, what's we're, up, lady? we're so happy to have you on. You know, it's um you you know it's funny we were talking a little bit about like the clubhouse and um in the MLB and when you were with the Giants, Aubrey, you and Pat and um so many of you, Aaron Rowan, um, even Juan Uribe with the Latin guys, that you guys were so good about pumping up these clubhouses and uh Right now, if you look at the Giants, and Boach would agree when I speak to him, it would be nice to have you guys kind of in there because cause chemistry's kind of off with the Giants. Mm. You know, uh, I went to – I was in Scottsdale when the Giants were uh, playing the Diamondbacks last weekend. And um, so I was able to get on the field with a buddy and his couple kids, and, and I was able to talk to some of the guys, talk to Boach. And, you know, he had mentioned that, man, it, it, the clubhouse dynamic, man, is one, the one thing he's learned over the years is, mm-hmm. you know – it doesn't really matter so much the talent on the team. Yeah, talent goes so far, but when you have a group of guys that's in the clubhouse, it's easy to manage. It, it kind of manages themselves. And, and that team in 2010, we kind of did because we were just a bunch of jackasses, all of us. But so I love that. Of, <laughs> yeah, but it was a lot great. In common and we, lo- we loved each other. We loved going to the field every day, and we had fun. We, we took our business serious on the field, but in the clubhouse, we just had a blast. And, um, there wasn't a day where I didn't want to get to the field early and uh, leave as late as I possibly could. I just loved being a part of that family. But it was great, Aubrey. You were able to get the young guys. You played a role where you were able to get these young guys kind of motivated. And, you know, I think the Giants are kind of lacking that, not having guys like you who have actually, even there's veterans there, but they haven't really filled the roles that you and Burl and, you know, Wilson, you guys had. Well, we had an edge to us. There's no doubt about it. You know, uh, with Pat and, and uh, Brian, those guys, and, you know, I've known Pat since college, and there's right. an edge about him. And, you know, he, he actually kind of, when I came to college in Miami, I had no edge. I was unconfident. I was kind of a Texas mama's boy. And, <laughs> you know, he, he taught me a lot about edge in college. And, you know, it kind of brought me up to the big leagues and kind of that. I learned a lot from him in that way. Uh, Brian Wilson, just, you know, you know Brian. Yeah, and we's. That's all about edge. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great you know, leaders on the Giants. Uh, you know, Buster being one of those guys, he's a great leader, but he's a quiet leader. Right. And uh, so, sometimes you need to go in there and, and jumble it around him and just, you know, have some fun and, and uh, really loosen up the clubhouse. And that's that's the one thing I brought to the table. I really enjoy keeping the clubhouse loose, running around in my underwear and, you know, walking around <laughs> next in front of the reporters. And, you know, I kind of take the stress off. It's, it's a game's a tough game. And, you know, if you let it get to you mentally and, um, it can take you over. So mm-hmm. I try to do as much as I can in the clubhouse to have some fun. And we're yeah. showing some pictures of the 2010 um, World Series. And mm-hmm. it, God, I, that's mm-hmm. my favorite team, Aubrey. I mean, it was just a such a fun team, all the different characters and guys that you had. And uh, it's funny. I mean, you guys actually won that division on the final day, and you had a big hit in that game against the Padres, if you remember. Oh, yeah. And that was uh, <laughs> up to that point in my life, that was the biggest hit of my life. I mean, I, you know, I've been in last place. With the with the uh, Rays and the Orioles for nine straight years, being in the bottom of the American League East basement every year, and at that particular moment, I remember hitting a double um, against the Padres and put us up two nothing. And with the bullpen we had at that time, I knew it was over. Um, but you know that 2010 team, and I, I'm, I know we're having the uh, I think at the end of this month a yeah. reunion in San Francisco. And right. I know Pat and I will be there, and I think Freddie Sanchez, a lot of the guys, and so I'm looking forward to seeing all those guys and just to uh, kind of reflect on. Just how fast it's been. I mean, I can't believe it's been, you know, two. It's been eight years since that's happened. It just seemed like yesterday. Now the Giants didn't make any moves um, before the trade deadline, um, but in 2010, you know, we got Burrow off the couch and traded for Javier Lopez and Ramon Ramirez, and then even got Freddie Sanchez and I think Cody Ross off of waivers. I mean, it's crazy to see like how without those different 
people how might you know might have been different in that 2010. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, when you really you know crunch the numbers and you really look at the team, I mean, yeah, we had offensive guys, a bunch of misfits offensively. But when you look at our <laughs> starting staff and our bullpen, that was our that was everything. I mean. You only go as far as your pitching takes you and your defense. We played good defense, and we had amazing pitching from top to bottom. Um, you know, and we had we had some offensive guys that can run into a couple homers every now and then. And uh, you know, Boach loves that three-run homer. He always talks about it. Right. But you know, in San Francisco, playing in San Francisco, that's tough to come by sometimes because of the park. But um, yeah, I mean, our 2010 team, just the pitching staff was just electric and. If you mm. score three runs, the game was over. Right. I know it's hard to pick, but which which win was sweeter? Was it the 2010 or the 12 win? I mean, for Giants fans, it's 2010 because they've been waiting a lifetime to finally get that win in San Francisco. But for you personally, <laughs> did was it hard for you to pick? No, not at all. 2010 was by yeah. far my favorite. I was actually a starter. I had a fun year. Um, it was just the first time I've ever been to the playoffs. I won my first World Series. And... You just can't replace that. And in 2012, I mean, you guys know, I went through anxiety, depression, all this yeah. stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'd lost my job to Brandon Bell. And, you know, I was on the field celebrating that game four, or that four-game sweep in Detroit. And I was just half-assed in the celebration. I could have cared less. I was so screwed up in my head. And, mm-hmm. and I knew that was my last game that I would ever be a part of. So, I mean, it wasn't even close for me. 2010 was, you know, beyond. I mean, I don't even really wear my 2012 rings. I don't feel like I earned it. The 2010, mm-hmm. I remember during the parade, Aubrey, you had the rally thong of, you know, holding that. And um, for you guys who don't know, that was kind of what uh, Aubrey can talk to you about it. But um, <laughs> it was something that kind of the rally thong and it kind of like motivated him and the team and the clubhouse. And he had that on the, uh, the trolley Ooh, during the parade. I'm intrigued. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know for I know for a fact a lot of the players and the staff wouldn't, you know, they they wouldn't. They would intentionally not eat lunch before they come to the clubhouse, just so they don't see me in it. It wasn't pretty. You know, I'm, 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 I'm what you call a yes. skinny fat guy. Like it looks really, really good on the outside of the clothes on. When you take it off, it's just a complete mess. So it's called a dad yeah, bod now. Right actually, <laughs> what'd you call it, Becky? It's called like a dad, dad, dad bod. bod. Yeah. <laughs> well, Aubrey has two boys. Yeah. Dad, dad, yeah. I do. Pat always told me he goes, Aubrey. It's almost like when you're wearing that thing. It looks like you've been over in a hailstorm. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Too much. Back you take. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Pleasure to meet you, Aubrey. I wanted to ask you about the defensive shifts that are happening now um, in the league and how that's affecting power hitters. Can you speak on that a little bit and that effect? The, the what's affecting them? Um, the, the, the defensive shifts that are happening just in the league in general and how that's affecting power hitters. I know that you know there's some strategic things that they're doing defensively and how that's affecting the power hitters. I just had wondered if you had any thoughts about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I, when I first came up, there was no such thing. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. see, I, I never saw a shift. And I was, a, I was sure. usually hovering around 290-300 earlier in my career. And, and uh, when, when they started shifting me to the right side, I mean, it – it devastated my average. I mean, I, I went from like a 300 career hitter to 275 in my career. It, uh, it'll definitely mess with your psyche. I mean, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, um, I think it should be illegal. You're not alone. There's a lot right. of power hitters that think that. <laughs> oh, no, I know. It's just, it, I mean, when you take, 
I know they say to preach going the other way, and it's easier said than done with the pitchers because the pitchers are so good. They're going to throw you inside, throw you inside, mm-hmm. throw you. How are you going to hit the ball the other way? Sure. And that's kind of it's tough to go the other way when they're pitching you in there. So you either hit a, hit a home run and pull it, or you just hit it into into the defense. And it's you know, it's just something real. You do everything you can to hit the ball as hard as you possibly can. And you know, I've hit balls, smoke balls to the right side that are hit yep. anywhere, but you have the shift on it; they're just out. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's tough. It's a tough deal, but it, you know, it works. It works for the defense, and but it definitely changed the game and it made it really frustrating for sure. especially left-handed hitters. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Aubrey, David here. I just want to talk to you about maybe more like just general baseball. I know we talked a little little bit about the Giants and, you know, how they have guys like Longoria and McCutcheon but still, like, can't, like, win like they did in 2010, 2012, and even 2014. But I just want to get your opinion on some of the big contenders, maybe more looking – I know you finished your career in the NL, guys, like – like uh, teams in the NL, who do you think really has the edge in the National League right now? Uh, you know, I, with 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 LA's money, I mean, it's <laughs> it's tough. They just go out and get whoever they want, right? They're basically I mean, they really the Yankees do. of the West Coast, and and uh, you know they're going to be tough to beat in the long run. I know they started off slow, and and you know they're just kind of still not really, you know, taken off in this division. I mean. But, you know, I think in the end, they'll, they'll catch fire and, and do what they do. But I don't think it really even matters for the National League. Mm-hmm. When you look at the American League with the uh, Red Sox and Astros, who cares? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, anybody in the National League is not going to beat any of those teams in five or seven games. So yeah, it's you're... almost like, why you worry about who's going to win the National League? It doesn't even matter. It's irrelevant. It's like, it's like the NBA Easter Conference. Right. It doesn't matter who's going to win. They're just going right. to run into the Yankees or the Warriors or the yeah. Red Sox. And it's going to be too tough for them. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I just... I mean, I also want to get your opinion then on the AL. I know you spent some time in the American League. Do you think it's the Red Sox, it's just going to be the Red Sox, or do you think there's any other contenders for them, like maybe the Astros and the Mariners? Oh, no, the Astros are going to be, I mean, they're defending world champions. I mean, you got yeah. that mm-hmm. pitching staff in Houston. And, I mean, my gosh, yeah. right. yeah. the Yankees yeah. The Yankees are going to be there all year. Yep. Um, yeah, I know they've, I think they've lost, I haven't been keeping up with a lot of baseball. Yeah, the Yankees, guys, but I they think, just got uh, swept, sadly. Mm-hmm. They're like nine, nine and a half games back of the Red Sox. The Sox are really taking that division. Like, they, they really have, have it under lock. Oh, okay. It's the Yankees, come on. Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, they won it, when was the last time the Yankees won it? Oh, nine? Like, come on. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, you just, you, when, you, when you put the Red Sox up against uh, anybody uh, right now, it, it'll be mm-hmm. tough. I think Red Sox, right now, if you were to do a seven-game series just for the Red Sox and Astros alone, you know, I, geez, I, the way the Red Sox have been playing, I got them in like five games. That's how good they've been. They've been amazing. Yeah, they've been. I mean, they just traded uh, for Ian Kinsler from the Angels, who and the Red Sox, as well as like a lot of other teams, have been like buying, and that's mm-hmm. what you do as a contender. Mm-hmm. And teams have been selling. So, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. Now, Aubrey, yeah, sure. um, for sure. our sure. listeners who kind of don't know, I mean, I know your whole story, but can you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about your story, like where you were raised? And um, you know, I know that you were basically raised in Texas, but kind of like your story where you're drafted and so forth. Cause I know our listeners um, are asking about that. Yeah, I, I grew up in. Um, actually, I was a 300 career hitter in, uh, in in high school. I was actually better in high school in, at basketball than baseball. I hit one home run my senior year. I hit 300 with one home run. Wow! And my dream was to become a major league baseball player. And I didn't get dra- I didn't get a, a scholarship to any baseball team. And 
I was actually going to take a Division II scholarship to some school in Kansas to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was like, well, I'm, you know, probably not going to be an NBA player. I'm only <laughs> six foot four, so that's not going to help. And so I decided to walk onto a junior college at Vernon, Texas. Um, I gained 30 pounds in one off season. I was, came out of high school 180. I gained about 30 pounds. And my swing, which was nice in high school, I just gained some weight and I hit 17 home runs in the all conference. Mm. Um, got, and then I went right my sophomore year right to the University of Miami, made All American then, my, my junior year as well, and got drafted. Just kind of took off out of nowhere. So, you know, I always tell kids this or high school or what have you, you know, I don't care what it is. You know, if you don't think that you, if, if you love what you do, Go find a way to make it happen. Like, I, there that. was no mm-hmm. evidence of me being a Major League Baseball player out of high school. None. But I continued to push for my dream and kept working hard, and it, and yeah. it eventually panned out. So just don't ever give up on what you love to do. I love that. Oh, That's so great. Good. And you won two series. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? You got two rings to show for it. Yeah. That's right. Um, Aubrey, we play this little game um, before we let you go. It's called This or That that um, Becky does. Are you up for playing that? I know you're, you always are down for stuff like this. It's a fun game. It's nothing crazy. So I'm always up for like a truth or dare. Yeah, you know, yes, you know? yes, yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, like that. Yeah, it's like a rapid-fire game. So I'll say two, <laughs> two things, and you say which one you prefer. All right, you ready? Give them hard okay. ones. Oh, okay. gosh. Okay, I'll give you some hard ones. Um, we'll start with uh, Vegas or Vatican. Whoa. <laughs> She's coming in Vegas. hot. Vegas, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. East Coast mm-hmm. or West Coast? Uh, East Coast by far. Ooh! Wow. And thank you for joining our show. <laughs> uh, early, bird, <laughs> early bird or night owl? Uh, early bird. All right. Uh, Nowadays, I used to be. I used to be an, an out night. I know. I was like, yeah, it now. changes it's how you the get men- older. The mentality changes. When you get older, it's it changes. True. This one's hard for me because I'm so hungry right now. Taco Tuesday or delivery pizza Friday? No, Taco Tuesday. I'm taking part taking that yes. tonight. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Tom Hanks or Tom Brady? Tom Brady all day and twice on Sunday. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that's distinctive. All right, this is one of my favorites. Angels in the outfield or field of dreams? Is that even a question? Come on. Yeah, I know. Angels in the outfield. That was not even, that was a bus movie. No, it was a field of of dreams. That was Matthew McConaughey's big breakout, but I will say field of dreams. Okay, perfect. Well, no, Angels in the outfield is a a fan favorite. And actually, a fan had asked me to ask you, someone who's on our chat right now, your top three favorite baseball movies. Uh, Major League, The Natural, and Field of Dreams. Oh, good, man. It's like he prepared those. Somebody prepped him. Aubrey, you're so fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yo, you got it, guys. Anytime you guys want to do it again, I'm always game. Yeah, and Aubrey, you know, um, funny, are you still doing your drawing and everything? Because he actually is really good. Like, and he draws, wow. like, superheroes and, like, everything. Yeah. Wow. Maybe he should draw us, like yeah. a panther. Um, yeah, I, actually, I, I kind of got off it a little bit. I had a, kind of a life change going on here the last year and a lot of moving, and I, I've got a lot of other things going on right now, so it's kind of taking a back seat, but I... I gotta get uh, I gotta get back into yeah, it. Yeah, because you're really good. good. It's a really good st- uh, stress reliever for me. It's therapeutic, right? It is. It sure is. So maybe you can draw me and Becky oh, yeah, I, as like a superhero. 
perhaps. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Capes on you and maybe some, you know, bathing suits with a cape on. That'd be sexy. Yeah, yes. I like it. Yes, I mean, can I be holding a hockey stick, please? <laughs> yeah, she's the hockey girl. Well, there, there I'm, the, I'm the baseball girl. Okay, she's the hockey girl. <laughs> awesome. Deal. Thanks, Aubrey, so much. We appreciate it. You got it, guys. And I'll see you Have soon. Have a great rest of your show. Okay, bye. 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 I love it. He's so, like, Love him. He was fun. Like, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's good. And he knows the sports movies. And oh, also, he knows baseball movies, cannot which be, I appreciate. We can't be going down on, you know, or, or saying mean things about Angels in the Outfit because our friends on our little podcast. Well, I just don't remember. Movie. H- I, I don't, right, you movie. know what? I don't even You guys don't remember this moment? I just don't even <gasps> really remember who was in that movie. It was Joseph Gordon-Levitt as like a oh, little okay. youngster. You're, you're, oh, like a, you're, like a, you're like a huge fan. It's, it's that moment at the end too where like the whole like crowd stands up and they're doing the angel wings and getting chills. It's, I mean. Field of Dream, the natural. No, I mean, and nothing, I also yeah. like, uh, remember the movie with Kevin Costner and Kelly Preston? It was called. Um, Which one? Oh, shoot. Um, what was it called? Someone help me. It was a, uh, oh, a lot Kim of Kevin Co- Costner. That's a Kevin Costner one. and the girl who's married to Kelly Preston. Okay, we'll we'll look it up. Also, I don't know how Sandlot didn't make that list. And Sandlot's okay, great. Sandlot's amazing. That's a great movie. Right? He was right with Major League. Major League is amazing. Major League is so funny. So good. All, all three of them, I will say, are amazing. For the love of the game. For love For of the love game. Of, Thank I, you, Marissa. There I, it I, is. I, I, that was a great movie. Marissa, I was remember, right there. Remember he was the pitcher for the Detroit <laughs> yeah. Tigers? Yeah. I, I only saw like the last a, 10 I thought it was a great it. movie. Obviously, I, Bull Durham is another yeah. one that oh, the chat is all one. about. Feel the dreams just And takes then you the know what other one's really good is, um, gosh, I'm really off today. The girls playing baseball. League of their own. Thank you. That was great, too. I know it's a female you know, but it was good. There are a lot of them. But he, he yeah. came out on the fly. He's probably been asked that before. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a good it's a good market. I'm yeah. a fan. Well, David's thank you fan. guys in our chat for participating. This is fun. Yes. Um, I know um, we talked, you know, a lot of baseball um, and we, there are some other things to talk about yeah. that's going on. Yeah. Um, Urban Meyer. I don't know um, mm. what your guys' thoughts are on that. The fans actually rallied behind him and they had like a rally at Ohio State including Ezekiel Elliott's father yeah. was actually there. Um, and, you know, He's been placed on a paid administration leave um, for the wrongdoing of, you know, knowing, kind of mishandling what he knew about the, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess mishandling is probably the yeah, best word, that's a really um, word. for uh, the multiple domestic yeah. um, assaults against yeah. um, Zach um, Smith's wife. Yeah. I don't know if there's even really can be a thought on it because it's, you know, pretty right. yeah. black and white on this. Um, it's, a, you know, it's upsetting anytime you hear something like this. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of brings me back, and I know it's not completely, but a little bit about Joe Paterno mm-hmm. and Jerry Sandusky, if you remember. Yeah. You're too young, but I'm yeah. not feeling well, sure. too young. And I'm not, I know it's still kind of two different things, apples mm-hmm. and oranges, but still the fact that when a head coach knows what his assistants are doing and they kind of yeah. look the other way because it's a powerhouse football school. Sure. You you don't can't condone that, but I know how the NCAA is, and you know how college football is, and but they do look the other mm-hmm. way. As long as you're winning, yeah. they don't care. Sometimes, with, oh, it's so with true. These, with, is, am I right or wrong? That's so true. As it's, long as you're winning, they don't. care. And I, maybe that's across the board with any sports. But right? that's the really fundamental is. issue that we have right now is that, that that people are standing up for the institution over what is right. Right. And so I, I, the rally. And another I'm, thing that's kind of saying that I read is actually was that Urban Meyer's wife knew because yep. Zach, yeah, because yep. Zach Smith's wow. wife had texted her pictures and yep. told her, and, and then the told and then said, and, "You need to tell your husband because yep. this is a guy that should not be a role model for children." You know, mm-hmm. you know, as a coach, you are you're a mentor. You're you know what I mean? Like it is your duty to stand up for. So what is right. right. I don't care how big the institution is, how great their football team is. Like, now look at what has happened. And I haven't done enough research to know, like, those were all valid 
right? That that actually yes. did happen, yes. right? All I mean, of it he's, he's already been mm-hmm. convicted yes. of this yes. everything. Okay, yeah. see, it's not one of those where we're still tr- well, investigating and, and, what. The, yeah, what, no. And Urban Meyer's saying he filed the appropriate paperwork. He's saying he did all oh, this part. Did. However, oh. no one can seem to find it. Ironically, so that's the issue too. Is that he's, but then it makes he's blind wonder, to the media? When he was at Florida, are there things that happened there too? Again, I, I'm just you I'm never just, know. I'm though. just asking questions. Of course, we have to ask these questions because you know? look at what is unfolding, and he's probably not going to lose his job. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just I mean, livid, fans. Honestly. It's weird to see the fans uh, stand for him because you know, I mean. I mean, they're standing for him, but they're they're standing for like the institution, and they're standing for the school, and they're standing for the yeah. program yes. because they like Ohio's, like they like well, them doing they, good. They That's like what I'm saying. Like, but yeah, but at just, what point do we stand up for what is right over the institution? Like, so because it's Ohio State, we're just going to be like, oh, you know, no big deal. We want football. But it happens over. across the NCAA all yeah, the time. Sure. College True. football, college basketball. We know they like this when their teams all do good. The time. Mm. So um, I guess there's. I mean, we kind of. Are on the same page. With yes, them. we are. It's, it's awful. Yeah. It's disgusting. It, but it, I hate to say this. It kind of is. It is what it is. Right. It, yeah. it's, that's how. It, it, no, that's the mentality of it. And it kind of just. And then you just keep moving on. Because mm-hmm. there's not. I mean, there's like not a whole lot you can do. Especially he's basically like, on vacation right now. I mean, yeah. he's on paid administration. I mean, come on. I mean, looking <laughs> like from the outside in, there's not a whole lot you can do. So you kind of just gotta sit with it and wait till stuff. You know happens. what? And it's just like a lesson for life that no matter how mad, like you said, just sitting in it, whatever is going on. Karma is a B I T C H. It comes back around. It comes around. Maybe always. not how, it's, how yes. you think it's going to, and maybe not always exactly does. the timing. Because yes. I was like, can we fast forward karma? Yes. But eventually, no. It does. I am a firm believer so in justice. So this mm-hmm. woman who had yeah. to endure this justice will find and itself. And it was multiple times. That's what's upsetting too. Yes. It's upsetting. It's upsetting and, and there were like yeah. several years in between. So I mean, yeah. then, him having that knowledge and it's just, it's awful. It's, um, and, and, and it doesn't stand up for what's, I mean, it can continue to happen right. if we don't do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I hate, you know, talk about this stuff, but I had, we had to mention it because it did. is something that was big it's, in the sports world. Yeah, it's happening. Um, another thing that has happened is Tom Brady walked out um, mm. on the media last week. And when a reporter asked him if he thinks that his, um, trainer who he's been good friends with for a very long time, Alex Guerrero, yeah. um, is involved with anything that's going on with Julian Edelman, who we know is mm-hmm. being suspended for four games. And Tom Brady actually said, I have no comments. This is just ridiculous. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, he stands and behind dropped the mic yeah. and one left. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, you know, it doesn't look good for Tom Brady. You know, he just opened his TB12 Sports Therapy yeah, Center, yeah. and he obviously doesn't want to be linked to anything like this, and plus Eric's, you know, Alex is not just, like, partner in his yeah. new company. It's a good friend. I don't know, though. How do you feel like, about it? I think I it's okay know. he said no comment. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. want to be involved. Because right. here's the thing, though. Yeah. Like, I think any player has the right to walk out of a press conference right. if they feel uncomfortable. Yeah, because there's you know there's a lot of times where you know people who don't know you know these athletes are kind of forced to be up there on the podium. They oh, got yeah. they have to do these oh, pressers. My God, they have yeah. to do these posts in pregame. Yep. I mean, there's times where I when I'm watching a game, I don't want to hear what the coach has to say in the sure. middle of the game and when the game's playing. Or yeah. you know, I, I don't. I'm not personally, and I'm part of the media, and I just think there's times where let these guys play, let these guys the coaches coach. You yes. know, and yeah. then there's t- or and ask implemented questions about the season, and it just media wants to stir up drama. They get to far and they ask too much mm-hmm. and a player and sometimes the PR rep who's supposed to pull them you know sometimes they'll say no more questions or they'll kind of you know exactly. yeah. sometimes they're not there to kind of bail them out and so Tom you know because of who he is he was able to do that or you know um, just take it too far and it's in some like I you've seen it like it's over history like 
media just asks players too many things. They mm-hmm. should be happy that they get to talk to the player at all. Right. To then go on these off-topic questions. Let them talk about, I mean, sometimes even it's after a game and, like, when you see, like, reporters right up How to, like... How do you feel? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. right up to you guys. You just lost a championship. Yeah, like, they just played, like, a game. Like, they play their heart out and they're right there asking the them, like, serious reporter, questions. They're usually told in their ear yeah, by a producer sure. to ask that, so... Um, yeah. And, and it's but their just, job to ask the compelling exactly. questions. Yeah. Um, but, no, I feel you. There's times where you're like... Because, like, these are guys who, yeah. like, sometimes they just played a game and they're not really thinking straight. Like, they're not, like, complete... Like, yeah, not, their steam's not, still coming out of their head. They're exactly. sweating. They're kind of, like, all, you know... So when you ask yeah. them, like, a weird question like that, like, our memory that comes to mind is when James Harden was in L.A. and he just kind of gave the reporter a look and just walked away. Like, he just went <laughs> well, through there, winning there, a good but game. But there is like, times where you kind of laugh with the player and look at the guy and go... So, I yeah, think like, one really, time LeBron... Yeah. I think Kobe did, too, goes, really, man? Yeah, yeah. they all do. <laughs> yeah. And they walk away. And then the reporter's, like, sweating, and he's like, so yeah, so Tom Brady walked out, and yeah. uh, I mean, uh, you know, he, I, mean, I think he, he was, handled it, handled it how he needed to handle it. He, he didn't. He, he handled it how Tom Brady would. He handle knew something. he would if he continued talking on it. Like mm-hmm. a lot of this happens yeah. to a lot of players. Like they don't want to get so far where it just hurts their image. So like you know what, walking away. Now yeah. sometimes better not to say anything. Exactly. I, I agree. And again, the media does know when to hard hit. They push your buttons. Oh, they will. On a good note, um, there was the Hall of Fame enshrinement. That was a good was, note, yeah. Yeah, which great was note. really exciting to watch. I don't know if y'all are able to watch a lot mm-hmm. of the speeches. Um, they were great. There was someone missing, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Terrell Owens. We've, T- yeah. He was in Tennessee, Chattanooga, where he went to college, and he did his ceremony there. He broke down. He cried, you know, and... What is funny about this and ironic is that now the Hall of Fame committee, I don't know if you guys know about this, hmm. is now saying that they are going to require the candidates to sign an agreement when they are semifinalists. They're going to have to sign something saying that they will be there wow. in Canton. I heard about because this yesterday. The Terrell Owens rule or whatever they're going to call <laughs> it's it. It's absurd. Good for them. And, but, I mean, it's crazy to even think that someone would not want to be there in Canton, right? Yeah. And my thing is, I'm, you know, I was just playing in a softball, a celebrity softball game with Terrell, and I've known T.O. before he was T.O., um, back when he was at the Niners, and I... I can respect. Okay, let's say we'll respect what he wants to do. It's his, you know, right yeah, to sure, do what he wants. His, his I just think that if anything, he had such a gl- great platform to be in Canton and kind of the naysayers and the people that he was trying to, mm-hmm. you know, who's trying mm-hmm. to prove wrong entire, you know, his entire career. Yes. That he could sit there on that platform talk about, you know, his work ethic because we all know his, you know, his work ethic is just, you know tremendous mm-hmm. and how much his passion was for the game and what he didn't like and maybe he treated people wrong, but maybe you know whatever he was trying to do. I just think he could have yeah. been all nipped in the butt right there on stage and he would have had respect for everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, no, sure, sure. Maybe I'm wrong. I just think that could have been a great place for him to do it and to be able to see, you know, who you're there with. I mean, you know, maybe right, not now, but in a couple years, maybe longer, he's going to look back and go, God, I wish I would have shared that moment with my 2018 yes. class sure, sure. and being there with all the guys that I looked up to, you know, as yeah. a child, yeah. you know, uh, who I wanted, mm-hmm. who I emulated my game after and who I wanted to be like. And I think he's going to miss that. I'm it's, sorry. Yeah. I think he will eventually. Yeah. But I think it's, yeah. but it's, it's just, the, it's the Hall of Fame just trying, like the NFL to just, there's so much rules and they're just mandating and dictating everything. And I think he just wanted to have his own voice, yeah. his own opinion, his own way to but do it. But for fans, too, they wanted to see him. Sure. Because they didn't get to, no one's been able to see his entire speech yet, I guess. Apparently sure. it's not like they didn't film the whole thing. They've just been bits, you know, Yeah, they're bits and pieces. And I think fans wanted to see the entire entirety. Of course. And I think it, yeah, it would just been nice to see him get his fans jacket and the bust um, in front of, you know, Canton. Yeah, so he didn't, he didn't get a jacket? He did, but it was all done in, oh. 
okay. in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's still hard for me to imagine someone declining. I know. Same with me. All mm-hmm. of that because that's such an honor, Same and it's me. such like mm-hmm. it's. There's so many players. Like most players don't make it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so you look at the guys honor. who wait. You know, like a Jerry Cameron, like wait 40, 50 years to finally get in. Exactly. They're not bitter, of course, and they're just no. happy. They'll say, I'm, "They'll say I'm finally home. I'm here." And yeah. you know, Kramer they, finally making yeah. it. Like that's such a huge yeah, but, honor. I mean, so, but if you're gonna start saying, "Well, I'm upset that I didn't make it in on the first ballot." You're gonna have a lot of guys not going in, and not one guy's ever done that till now. No, sure. It's and now they surprising. have a rule. <laughs> so now, and they haven't done it yet, but I guess they're going to implement this. Yeah. I mean, they have to now. I mean, it's just they don't want to cause controversy, and that's such right. an. I mean, that's such an NFL yeah, thing to I say. Mean, that, they don't want to cause controversy. Right. But I see like, both sides. I mean, they're butt hurt because somebody was like, "Oh, I'm not going to go." You know, it's like a slam. If on anyone's going to do it, would have been Terrell. Yeah. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not surprised. But but it was great. You know, it was again. If people didn't watch, it was Terrell Owens, Brian Urlacher, who talked a lot about his mom who had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy mm-hmm. Moss had a you know, really great, inspiring message. Ray Lewis was his speech was like thirty five minutes. It was so long. <laughs> um, Brian Dawkins, which I didn't know this, that he's dealt with depression like his entire mm, life. Wow. There was time where he um, co- wanted to commit suicide mm. and was trying to line up things for his wife to make wow. sure that his wife and his kids, wow. you know, if he died, that everything was still okay. That. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But with um, mental health being such an issue, yeah, what a great but platform! It's, uh, and mm-hmm. I love that players are starting to come out. I mean, yes. Aubrey spoke a little bit about that. He went through a lot of depression, and anxiety mm-hmm. during his career, and it's nice to be able to see for people who deal with it that. These guys are on the top of their career, and you would think they have all the money. They've got the wife, the kids. Everything seems perfect, and they're still depressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just you know for him to even say like that he had like anxiety and depression. That's so because not a lot of people are willing to talk about. They're that. not willing to talk about because you sure. know people always say I don't want to say that I was crazy or you know there's that, people there's think that, you're like, crazy. Stereotype, you mental know? health is a it's not it's a real thing. It's, it's a not real thing. Crazy. Like it's, and yeah. Even when you're at the top of your game, just because, like, you're rich and you are, like, a star uh, athlete, mental depression, like, depression, anxiety, it doesn't, it goes across doesn't go the board away. Yeah. It does not leave you alone, no matter how good you're feeling, no matter how right everything is in your life, no matter how well, look happy at, look you're Look at content. Robin Williams. Everyone thought that he oh, had everything. Exactly. He, he said he could make everyone laugh except himself. Right. It never he, goes away. He was away. never happy. So it's, I thought it was demons. great that Brian Dawkins actually yeah. used that platform. It's, also, Jerry yeah. Kramer... And Rob Brazil and Bobby Beathard, um, they were all uh, inducted as well. Mm. So that was it's a nice time of year. It was nice, it's nice to see everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also know that when that happens, football's back. Yeah, it's time the Hall it, of Fame game so and preseason so and right. So that, it's all back. Yeah. It's fun. So it was, I'm it was, excited. I'm so excited. It, I know. I'm, I'm always look, excited I'm when when uh, football starts. I'm uh, ready for it. It's who? Wait, who's your team? Because we my team. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've, Have we talked about it? I don't think we've ever mentioned that. I'm excited. No, Becky is Seahawks and Steelers. But who are you? Well. No, oh, more Seahawks? Rams. No, I grew Are you up Rams. Rams now? No, grew up Rams fan. <laughs> so no. <laughs> no, Steelers. Let me clarify for the viewers. The Steelers birthed from the Pittsburgh Penguins. I never really was a big fan of the Steelers. So I think that that has somehow got confusing. Uh, uh, okay. The Rams, but, what about, but weren't you a Seahawks fan? No, I'm from Portland, Oregon. So that was the only team that I okay. could actually watch okay. as a child. But I grew just up making, see how she has like a, a Seahawks fan. fan. I'm just making sure there's no Seahawks here. No. I'm, of course you're not be a Seahawks fan. The well, lot of Seahawks fans aren't going to be fans this year. I mean, yeah. But that was the only team I could actually watch if I wanted to go to a game. So that's where that came from. But no, Rams all the way. My dad, I was literally birthed. Rams okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now I, I have, have been. I'll answer <laughs> the question. I've been. I've been a Packers fan for almost a decade. 
Oh wait, I Believe think it or okay, not. I did know that. It is my favorite bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite That's bay. Good. So you're excited about Jerry Kramer. I'm very excited about Jerry Kramer. I'm excited about the season. Aaron Rodgers coming back. Right? I know someone like, thought Jimmy you were Graham. an Oakland Raiders fan on the chat. Really? Yeah. Oh, I do bad. like Jordy Nelson, but I'm not <laughs> no. a Raiders fan. I yeah, don't worry. It's well, funny, I actually um this week before when I was gone, I was there um with the Paralyzed Veterans of America, the their games that so they good. have. Mm-hmm. Um and Brett Favre was actually played <sighs> in the celebrity wheelchair basketball game with us and he it was great because I love he's so passionate about the troops like myself and yeah. so it's nice to see him come all the way from Mississippi yeah. and uh, be there he looks like he could still play he by probably the way, by the way he play. alive when he was Brett Favre I don't know if what? you got a whole lot. I, I don't know I if mean, you guys saw my, <laughs> my photo with Brett, but it was, yeah, I was like, I said to him, I said, wow, I said, you, you look like you could still play. And he goes, my body don't. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean. One of the greatest. He, he looked good, yeah. though. He looked yeah. really good. Even when he was on, like, the Vikings after his Packers sure. career, like, he still had. He's actually lost, um, you know, you know where he was kind of. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But he's actually, like, trimmed down and he's, like, lean. Wow. And just lost wow. Yeah. Wow. He, yeah, he looked really good. So. I mean, yeah. I've had to bring that up. So yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't old enough to, like, watch highlights of him. But, but, Favre, I, but, I, <laughs> but I wasn't old enough to watch, like, Bart Starr highlights, and yeah. I still think he's no, amazing. Well, you have to. If you're a fan of any team, you have to know their history. Can we wear, mm-hmm. like, our – you have to wear the cheese head, and I'll bring oh, some of the yeah, Rams. for sure. And I'll wear the Niners and Cowboys. I have actually yeah. a jersey as Niners yes. and Cowboys. Wow. As a Packers half. fan, hearing you Niners and Cowboys, yeah. that's like... Cheerleader for both. It's weird for me. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, as a Packers fan, like, the Niners and the Cowboys, Their I mean, rivalry. we've done we've done some mean things to the Cowboys. Yeah. Like, I in those last Dad's couple caught of years. It, huh? By the way. And he, did, and he did catch it. Now they've even made it official <laughs> that he caught it. He didn't catch it then. Gosh. He didn't catch it then. Yes. That's, that's oh. still... That game haunted me forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean... Bla- uh, not, but it, that makes football fun, though. It makes yeah. football you know, fun. Rivalries. rivalries. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I like Mason Crosby hitting the game-winning field goal. I like it. Yeah. She's know. hurt. I like it. I like it. It's, I'll be Switzerland over here. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah, so, I mean, I still think that football is one of the best times of the year when it's football's back. You know, I love basketball, obviously, and I love, love baseball, but mm-hmm. something about football, football right? season's amazing. Getting up. On a Sunday morning at, for us, 10 a.m., sitting down, putting on Sunday ticket, and just watching football. I know. Like, it's, there's nothing better. It's crazy. There and is actually, nothing better. tomorrow night, the Niners and the Cowboys play. Uh, I'm sorry, Thursday night, yeah. mm-hmm. preseason game. So. Yay! Yeah, so all the preseason, which, you yeah, know, Rams back. I'm ready. Yep. Yes, and then, you know, we start the season the first week in September, so. So and then we'll get so more into ready football and have our predictions and so forth. Again. And I don't know if any of y'all play fantasy football. But oh, I do. I don't. Big I was time. thinking about uh, learning about that. Champion last year. Oh, I'm going to say that. Wow. 14, Becky, maybe you can join 14 the and 2. I, yeah, I've never done that. I've, maybe I've we'll do a league that. and then get yeah, some of our we should. I like you know, people. I just like, too. if we're talking fantasy football, I just like to say right now uh, thank you, Todd Gurley, and thank oh, you, Antonio gosh. Brown. Antonio um, Brown. Those, that was a. Thank you. Oh my God, I had so many injuries last year. I can talk forever about my fantasy experience last year and next year. I mean, so we'll have I mean, to this do. Year. Maybe we'll do a link and get some of our fans involved too. Or For sure. Yes. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year this year. It I'm is. very cocky. Let's just say that. So we are a little bit over time, but we we had to talk a little bit about some yes. of the stuff that was yes. kind of in dire need to talk about. Um, but I think that's it, and we'll, so good. we'll we'll get into more baseball, more football. It's all gonna come um, up. And LeBron opened up a school. Yeah, yes. promise a school. school. It actually is really nice. It's so good. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I really Jalen Rose had done it already, FYI. Yeah, he, so sure. LeBron wasn't the first. <laughs> mm. 
You know, had to say that. <laughs> I had to bring it up. Well, I didn't say, I mean, I'm just saying, like, Jalen didn't get all the excitement. I mean, I'm just saying sure, that he right. did in Detroit, and I'm well, just saying, I'm just letting y'all know. He did it before LeBron did. All right, we will be back <laughs> next week with another weekly Gotta pass. Thank LeBron you so talking. much for joining us. I'm Bonnie Jalaflin. I'm Becky Sotero. David Bloom. And we will see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye, you guys. See ya. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 